Welcome to Eagle Nation. Don't forget to join us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter so you never miss an episode. All right, it's Bounce Sound, guys. Eagles take on Giants at Optus Oval this Sunday, March 26th at 3.20pm. It's called the Graveyard Shift. Apparently, we're going to get a lot of them this year, I think, from if you look at the fixtures. Mm. So I welcome Dan and Wayne to the show. It's Bounce Sound, and this is the second show of the week. Yep, good to be here again. Yep, good to be here. We are pre-recording this before the teams come out, so it's going to be more of a prediction. Um, So, you know, we might get a few things right, but hopefully we get – more right than wrong. Mm. So, um, look, head-to-head, Eagles against the Giants. Eagles have won nine. Giants have won five. <laughs> Biggest win for the Eagles is 111 points back in 2014 in round eight. They kicked 30 goals eight. It's been a while since Eagles kicked 30 goals eight. Um, I haven't seen that in a long time. Uh, the Giants' biggest winners in their semi-final um, a few years ago where they beat us by about 60-something points, 67 points I think it was. So... The last three times we played them at Optus, we've won. Was that the Rioli saga? Rioli had to jump on the pain and go home just before the game? No, that was Bombers. Did we what? beat Port then lose? No, we beat Bombers. Bombers. And then we went to GW. Yeah, lost. is it? Yeah. I think that was Rioli. Oh, no, that was Cat. Sorry, yeah, I'm getting way confused. Yet. Maybe. Well, yeah, look, the, the last three we've won at home against them, but they've won at their home ground. So, But I don't know if he's watched the Giants game. Against Adelaide? No, I was this. I, I was kept what uh, basketball commitments, but I, yeah. I was watching the score, and I, I was gobsmacked when I saw uh, Crows were six goals up, and I thought I've got this. Then a mate of mine said, "No, uh, Giants came back and won it by two goals or something." Yeah, it was a tale of two halves. It was. Oh, it, was. it was. Um, and you got to look at the Crows against uh, Giants. They squandered kicks at goals. Rankin had two goals, five at half time. Um, they should have been further in front and it probably would have been curtains. But it was a humid day up there, so it took a lot out of them. And I'm going to talk about injuries soon. But there's a few key injuries out for Giants. So if the Eagles can't beat the Giants, it's going to be a long year, mate. It will. I'll tell you what, it was, going a, crazy, to be a, long year. It was a crazy game because my daughter shouted to my daughter, took me out for um, lunch. So I watched the first half of that game and Crows were all over him. It looked like such a one-sided game. I came home and I was like what happened <laughs> it's like it was reminiscent of almost the Eagles game a tale of two halves well, except Giants finished the job you know what I mean and got that win they got but the it did, as you said it did come with a cost because there's a couple yeah. concussions and yeah. a hammy so they got they got the orange tsunami going and it was great to watch to see him run and Toby Green mate four he, goals four he's a superstar he's a captain for a reason and Stephen Cornelio you know people have written that guy off that guy's a star and in the second half, it was the Cornelio and Green show to me. They just said, you know, we're, you're going to come with us, boys. We're going to go for a ride. And they just – they that was probably too conservative in the first half. Yeah. But the second half was just like, you know, watching Giants, how we know they can run. But, well, we, we briefly said the, there's a few injuries. Uh, Whitfield concussion, Kelly concussion, Perryman um, hamstring, they are all out. They have, mm. Adam Kingsley said they will not play. And I think it was a young guy that got hit in the head later on. Yeah. Uh, I want to say Himbleberg, but that's wrong. No, no. 
Jacob Weir. Weir, was it? He went back on the ground. That was a nasty hit. I, I can't believe that guy went back on the ground. So I think there's going to be a few things concussion-wise across the AFL for players going back on the ground. But he got a big hit. So he'll play. And there's a uh, they left out Lekalia, who was close to playing. So he'll probably come in. Mm. So he's one of – I don't know who else might come in. I was hoping they had this guy that we gave him, but he got – Delicit, didn't he? Jared Brander. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a good move from the Eagles. Yes. God, so, you've got to be careful with tools and potential, don't you? Because that kid had potential. That's why we picked him. And oh, yeah. Didn't live up to him. There's, there's sad stories like that all through the AFL. But I tell you what, tale of Tom two, to, uh, two Greens. Because you've got young Tom Green there too that's just a bull. Mm. So this, even with those outs, it's going to be a dangerous game for the Eagles. And I agree. If we don't win this... We're in a bit of trouble because we got to beat the teams that there were thereabouts last year because we're not going to push the the Cats. We're not going to push Melbourne. We're not going to push um, the Pies. You know, they were just on a different level this week, I reckon. Um, so we're not going to compete against them, sadly. You know, we're a developing team. These teams that didn't play finals last year and say we're bottom six, they're the teams we've got to really show. And I see a lot more talent on the GWS list, even with these outs. The only bonus to these outs is Whitfield because he's their designated kicker. And anyone that listened to the last episode, Wayne mentioned in 2018, we were so good up forward with pressure, but we locked it in. So if we got it behind, we were the best in the comp for re re-entries into our forward line. So without their designated full back kicker, we've got to lock that in. We've mm. got to take advantage of it. And that's the only way I think we can win is by locking that ball in our forward line because they've lost Whitfield that, as I said, has got a great kick and he's their designated kicker for full back as Hearn is for us. Oh, and they've also lost um, Kelly too, who's a great, great midfielder. Mm. Very, He's a prime mover for him. So, yeah. But yeah, you mentioned him earlier, but I mean, if there's two guys I ever wanted at our club and uh, probably the, two of the most hated players ever is Joel Selwood and, and, Toby, and Toby Green because I, I just think that Toby Green is a superstar. He can turn the game. He reminds me a lot of um, Carey in his days. He can just – he can be quiet and he can turn that game, go bang, and, and he'll turn it yeah. and he will just turn it to the, to the best for GWS. And so we need to be – and you know what? We've always had Brad Shepard to take him. We don't have Brad Shepard anymore to take him. On Brad Shepard, do you think – this is um, – I'm digressing really badly here. <laughs> Did Brad Shepard turn up to uh, Daniel Venable's uh, wedding? Yesterday it was, the wedding. Good luck to Daniel. No, did he? Is this a joke? Is it like, you know, well, three people well, he married, he married, married Brad Shepard's ex. Yeah, sure oh, did. really? Yeah, that, I didn't get that. Yeah, that would flew right over my head. I, I, believe, I believe they're all on friendly terms. So. All right. No, I just I just saw that and I went, oh, I wonder if Brad's there. So, um. and, and, well, and well done to Daniel because yeah. he's uh, yeah. Yeah. great Con- to see. Congratulations, so. Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Shepard. <laughs> I think Shep's happy. Uh, yeah. They might have more in common than just an ex. They both had yeah. – had, Trauma. Yeah. That's not a joke. So that's um, yeah. unfortunate. So as a, again, Wayne talked about a lot of the outs we had last year and these players not playing at all last year. I loved Cole's game. He's not the star. He's not getting recognition. Mm. I think he had 20 disposals where he's more locked down. So he'll probably mm. get green. So it was great seeing him back on the weekend as well. And let's see if he's can keep up with green because I think he would be the best fit. Yeah, he's spot on. Look, um, you know, we, we've – Briefly touched on some of the players that um, the Giants have got, but you know, you know, there's plenty more. You, you got to look at well, they got Jesse Hogan up forward, right? So if when he's on, he's on, right? So he just got to get that continuum, 
continuity. Oh, that's not even the word, is it? He's got to get that. Uh, he's got to play consistency every week, you know. Um, Harry Himmelberg, was it him that took the mark? Yeah, he took the mark. That, that, was, a, that was a ripper, yeah, Mark. Yeah. Um, Over O'Brien too. He, he sat there. It was like the old school ones yeah. where he used to sit on people's shoulders. Brett Daniels is back. You know, he played his first game in a couple of years on the weekend, a couple of goals. He's a little small pocket rocket. He can go. Nick Haynes. Um, they've got um, Sam Taylor down say, back. You know what I mean? Great defender in Sam Taylor. Yep. And they've still got the old Warhorse and Callum Australian. Ward running yeah, around too. Yeah. Callum Ward's playing more half forward these days. He yeah. played predominantly forward. So that, they've got a lot of good players. They're, their rucks are new. Uh, well, when I say new, they're young. Matt Flynn, you know, um, you know they don't have – I think uh, – is Mountford still on the list? Mumford. Mumford? No, no, no he, so. he retired. So um, – well, he, he's, he's their coach, but he's, he's a ruck coach. coach. Yeah. So, um, you know, they've got a few guys here. They've got – but it's – this is a game where I'm just going to cut the chase. If Eagles can't win, we're in a lot of trouble because this is a game we should be winning, right? Especially with Whitfield out, Kelly out and Perryman out. And, um, you know, they've got a Riccardi probably – I don't know. If, can't remember if it's saw Riccardi. I don't think he played. But he'd probably come in for Perryman. Um, we've just got to take the bull by the horns, as they say, and win this. But as we said in Final Siren, there's going to be a few outs. Now we – we basically said there's going to be about four outs, right? And we couldn't agree on who, but, you know, yeah. let's just say that the four that we did in final siren where they were Chessa, um, Jamison, O'Neill and Petrocelli. Okay. Who did we bring in? All right. So before we go into it, should we run through who played good on the waffle? Uh, yeah, yeah. Why not? We ha- we haven't done waffle wrap. We'll bring that in, obviously, when the yeah. waffle officially starts. Mm. But yeah, give it a quick rundown. All right. So I'll quickly go through it. Waterman he kicked three goals. Uh, he was a dominant player on the ground up forward. Uh, Elijah Hewitt, from what I heard, probably had was probably best on ground. Yeah. Didn't look out of place. He was uh, in the middle all the time. And like we said, I think we all want him to come in. So he's probably the one tick that we can put on. And Waterman's probably another tick. Don't you steal it. But oh. I'm not, I'll let you do that one, right? Um, Harry Barnett, he, he showed glimpses of potential, you know, he's, he's athletic, right? But, you know, so probably not going to be a person that comes in, right? Because, you know, he's young and yeah. we know how big and he's cause. Not re- he's not ready yet. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly, he's still got to build up. It's exactly what we said. There's nothing wrong with developing these plays in the waffle. I got told SPS was probably the second best on ground. Mm. They said his uh, work around the ground was sublime and he looked like he was at home playing in the midfield because he played all midfield. I, so I tell you what, Wayne's been on it a lot, but if Cripps doesn't perform and SPS is playing that form, he'll be the runner defensive forward because mm. he's great tank. Uh, Luke Edwards, he um, had a, you know, played pretty good for what he does. Uh, I don't think he played a full game. So he's probably coming back from that groin injury. So something that you don't want to rush there. Brady Hoff, one of Wayne's favourites, you know, did pretty good down the back. Um, so, you know, he might be unlucky not to get picked this week, you know what I mean, just because of the position he's playing. Winder had plenty of pace. He hit the scoreboard with one goal, could have had two or three. Uh, he, he set up a couple apparently. Zane True had um, a good effort in the uh, midfield as a tagger and all that. So he was playing more than a gating role. So 
I heard he was very solid. He wasn't manhandled. He he, he yeah. looked strong in there. We and that's what he needs to the ball, but he looks strong in and there. And that's what he needs to do. Yeah. You know, he he needs to stand up. Um, he's had the injuries behind him, so let's hopefully they're good. Luke Foley strong in defence. Um, Greg Clark played his role in the middle without putting his hand up, so he was just you know solid like he always is. He's he, he's a consistent guy, right? So I someone's telling me I'd love to see him in the AFL every week. And just, he, he's just some guy that could probably come in and take Chester's spot yep. and say, well, Chester, you're going to earn it now. Uh, Harry, Harry Edwards, well, oh. defining year. But it, it, to me, he's Harry, not, he's got all the talent in the world, this kid, right? Yeah. And I don't know, they see him as defender and I saw him as a forward ruck in his junior years. And I, I, just, I don't know, there's something about, Maybe it's because he's really big and he looks cumbersome that I just don't see him as a defender. But that's where they're playing him, so that's where they're trying him. I'd love to bring him in the ruck. I'd take Bailey out and put him in the ruck if he was going to have a goal at it. Yeah, I, I, he's a funny one because right now Barras and Gov aren't a fit and firing. It's more there's no spot for Harry Edwards right now because we play him solely back for years. We've developed him as a back um, he doesn't really seem to like the ruck, to be honest. He looks a bit timid there, which is funny because he as he looks quite an angry full yeah. back. So it's funny. Um, but my changes. Wait, wait. We oh. got a couple of more to go. All right, let's go. Uh, the war. He's a lively little forward. Can play back as yeah. well, and he's not actually tiny. No. Right. It's quite so tall. He's he, he looks. Yeah. You know. Um. He's, he's put a bit of put on. He's got a. He's one to watch for me. Because, yeah. yeah. you know, Junior L is gone. I know Longy's been given a go up there. Longy's totally different player than that, you know. This uh, DeWar's more of an explosive impact player. So if he starts to impact, which he didn't, if he impacts, he's one to watch because he could be that another rough diamond, and especially when we got him at, um, you know, as a rookie. Yeah. And Kobe Burgle, the guy from Victoria, off the halfback, showed a few glimpses here and there, running off back, using his pace, but he's – He's come off an injury pre-season, so he's one that probably he's looking towards next year, I'd say, you know what I mean? But he's got pace to burn. Yeah. Yep. He's versatile too because they did play him up forward and in nine games he kicked 12 goals as a kind of defensive forward. So he's got that string to his bow too. Him and Long together in yeah. the game against Western Australia, they were – Very good, yeah. They, they were very good, three goals each. Mm. That was uh, – um, I went and watched that game a couple of weeks ago. They were pretty good. Yeah. See, and that Long, if he can bring that to the yeah. AFL side, oh, geez. See, I just – I'm so hyped about Barnett, but I don't think he's ready. He's the perfect example of what I said earlier that – there's nothing wrong with developing these young kids in the waffle. He did kick, kick a couple of snags, though, so he's showing when he gets his chance, he's impacting. And that's sadly why my first player dropped, drum roll, would be Bailey Williams. I'd back in Jamison now. Um, I'd bring in Waterman as a forward pinch hitting ruck, which we did see a little bit in the preseason. I'll just back in Jamison, give him kind of what you were saying with Chester, but just give him a couple of games. You're the sole ruckman. Let's see what we do because we got to fix that. We cannot play both. It's not working. We tried it all last year and there was never a dominant game where those two dominated. I think give one a chance. Um, Bailey had the chance this weekend, eight disposals. As Ruckman are basically tall midfielders. I know that's very simplifying it, but eight disposals isn't enough. But he's had he had thirty seven hitouts. Yeah, but that was against there was no other ruck. Doesn't matter. But, and th- they weren't to advantage. Yeah, but it wasn't yeah, to advantage. But he might have got. <laughs> that's where the problem was in the middle. It wasn't him. Yeah. 
But who you is watch he, the tap. It was not him. It was the three blokes no, in the middle no, no. standing on their asses at the back getting pushed aside. I agree and I disagree. <clears throat> he was going up against a guy that doesn't play ruck, hmm. right? So he should have used the taps to advantage, yeah. right? And he didn't. And I, that's why I watched. So I went to watch and I'm critical. I, I, I think I'd keep him in over. I'd go him over. I would too. A Jamison, right? I, I would give that's Jamison just me. Go, yeah. But he didn't use his tap work to advantage, and that's what really peeved me up the wall. But in saying that, we we got killed at clearances, so yeah. the midfielders have to are some of the blame. A lot to blame. But it, when you're going up against a non-recognised ruckman after the ruckman's gone down, because we were in the game until that ruckman went down, mm. then the whole game changed. But that was what we said in final siren. We're all different. We we all reckon four players coming out. So yeah. pick your four, you pick your four, and then we're gonna ta- we're gonna work out. Just quickly with Bailey Williams though, we won the centre clearances surprisingly. So when it wasn't congested in there and the midfielders had time to move, um, we won the centre clearances. And then around the ground we got slap smashing clearances because Ruse congested it, brought it in. So I want that Ruckman to adapt, and he didn't adapt. He kept trying to. You said the midfielders didn't move, but it was because the players were on them. They were surrounded. So just punch that ball. <laughs> I know it sounds very trivial, but adapt. Try get a knock it to space instead of straight down to players with our ones on. So that's why I'll give Warren McGraw back Jamison just to see what he can do because he didn't get much time in the ruck. And I know it's hard because it is a big problem. It has been for two years now, this being the second year. My second one is Sally. I'm a favourite of mine, O'Neill. I would drop O'Neill. Again, was it 10 disposals or was it another eight disposals? Like eight Williams? disposals, no yeah, clearances. That's... That's horrible for a midfielder. I'm sorry. And you know me, I love his kicking. He's a very good kick. Mm. So that's why I like him. That's not good enough. I'd bring in Wayne's man, Hoff. I like to call him the Hoff um, for that role. He can play wing. You know, he's got put on a lot of not weight, but muscle um, over the present. And then Chesser, we disagreed in the last ep- episode. But I feel there's, as again, nothing wrong with going the waffle to form me game. And then I'll bring in Hewitt for Chesser, another youth. So I'd only make three chains. I don't, I wouldn't. Sell the farm because of that first round loss. I'd make three changes. The two rucks didn't work. Bring in Waterman, who kicked three goals, but he also kicked three behinds. He's a very accurate kick. So normally you convert that. So he could have had a very good bag, and then he would be the pinch hitter. Three changes for me. There's a few people out there that on Eagle Nation that don't rate uh, Waterman. Where you're going to find that you're going to be eating your words later on. Not going to mention any names, but yeah, he's going to be in. Look, I I reckon there's. I reckon Waterman's in. Hewitt's in, and I reckon. I reckon SPS is coming in. They're, they're my free changes coming in, but we'll find that out because by the time you hear this, we're, we're doing this before the team's coming out. So these, are, these are just predictions. My my, I've had a, since Monday. We've left each other Monday. I've had a change. I've got Hoff coming in for Gaff. Oh, big call! <laughs> I, no, I like it. It's yeah, a like big it. call. I'm, Go I'm away. Going, I'm going Hoffy to halfback, uh, Hunt to wing. Um uh, and Gaff out. I've gone. Um, I've gone Waterman in for Jamison, and I've also gone my other one. I'm leaving Hewitt for another week. Another week. Yep. I'm going with SPP as well to come in for Crips. I like it. You've you've swung the axe early. Yep. What did I say? I reckon they'll give him round four before they hit the senior players. Yeah. But Wayne's, you know, I like it. He's gone straight in there with the axe. All right. Well, we're gonna have a winner in margin here, guys. Um. We, we, we have to win it in the midfield because that's where games are won. Let, let's not – I can 
check this year. That's where it's won. These guys, we have to win this game at Optus. Um, like I said, they're going to have be a few players down. Um, who they bring in, I, I can't tell because I haven't been following them closely enough. So I'll do that with all the other clubs. I'll be looking more closely, watching the games coming up. Yep. Um, I'm going Eagles. I reckon they have to win, and I reckon they're going to win comfortably by 33 points. I'm going Eagles by 15 points. I think we're going to have a win. They're teasing us with Nick, Nat and Yo. I'm guaranteed neither will play. I always tip the Eagles. GWS by 13. Well, jeez, you just bleed me know, away. When was the last time I tipped again? I don't do it, but... Kiss of death. I'm not happy. Yeah, I'm not happy. Yeah, I don't think Yay comes in. That's why I didn't mention oh, him. I another week. And yeah, I don't think Nick Nat comes so. in. Uh, oh, not, not Nick Nat two weeks. Sorry, Yo. Yeah. I could be really wrong in saying this, but I'm just going to go out on the limb. I'm reading between the lines. He's not going to be in any time soon. I agree. I don't think Nick because why would you say? Why would you say as a coach, if it was mid-year, he'd be playing? I mean, Simo's already hinted. If this if this was round thirteen, we'd be playing him and we'd manage him. But That's what I'm saying. 13. We're only round two. Yeah. So I reckon we're looking at round, round six, seven. Could all have red faces and Nick Nat could be named and Bailey Williams and Jamison will be dropped. Mm. <laughs> yes. Who knows? But we'll see what happens. Sheet in the ruck. Yeah. All right, boys. Uh, thanks for joining us on Bounce Down. We'll try and bring this every week to you. Um, we got a big game coming up following week. It's a derby week. So I might have a, a, another show there with somebody from Fremantle on, uh, you know, one of their podcast guys. I like it. Um, so we're going to do a few things. The same with the Demons coming up, same with Geelong. So there's. Might be a few little other shows chucked in there where we can, guys. Um, the more Eagle Nation content, hopefully the better. I was going to say, Eagle yep. Nation's branching out. I love it. There we go. Have a good week. All right, daddies, boys, and uh, let's hope for a win against the Giants. Yeah. Take care. Watch the selections. A fortress built We crossed the nation Our colors share The west coast sky